This is the Book Legion Podcast, where we review thought-provoking books to give our Legionnaires the knowledge they need to dominate the next level of their life. Everybody, thanks so much for joining me this week on the Book Legion. This is your host, Tizer Evans, and this week I'm going to be reviewing the book, The Energy Bust by John Gordon. So first, let's just talk a little bit about who John Gordon is. So John Gordon is someone who's been in the consulting leadership and development of culture space for quite some time. Uh, The Energy Bus is my favorite book of his, but he's also written, gosh, lots of other books. He co-authored The One Minute Manager. He also uh, co-authored a book called uh, The Coffee Bean, which I'm a huge uh, fan of with Damon West, relatively short book, but very impactful. Uh, it's one that I actually covered on Grind, Sell, Elevate before I developed this channel. So if you want to check out that book review, head over to Grind, Sell, Elevate, my other podcast. Um, so John, though, Gordon, though, is, is one of those guys that he's been instrumental. He understands leadership. He's someone who studied it, kind of like John Maxwell. So if you're someone who's looking at, hey, I'm a leader, I'm in a leadership position, I'm in a management position, this is the type of book that you want to read. This book, The Energy Bus, gives you 10 practical tips on really cultivating a great team and creating great energy within your organization. So I'm going to take talk about my three favorite takeaways. So now we talked a little bit about who John Gordon is. Let's talk about what the, the premise of the book is. So the book is going to follow a character named George. So it's it comes across as kind of a fiction book, a parable, I think they call that, or a fable or something like that. But basically, it's a, it's a fictional character where John creates, and it's basically him having to turn around a team at work. So we take this metaphor of a bus. The bus is really your team, right? And John J- Jim Collins also uses this metaphor um, in his book, Good to Great. And so what this bus, this bus metaphor is all about, and the energy bus is all about do we have the right people on the bus? And have I filled the bus with the right enthusiasm, culture? Have I shared our vision, our mission to get everybody steering in the right direction to turn around what would be perceived as a failing team? So that's really what the book premises is about to walk you through George's journey about how to start to turn around a team and a culture. You know, many of us that come into leadership positions, we don't always get the training we need. We get a lot of product training. We can go even through leadership development, but I've been through a lot of leadership development courses and still not a lot of them really teach you how to develop a really sound culture. And so the bus is just a huge metaphor for a workplace, right? Making sure everybody's on your bus in your workplace, on your team, so on and so forth. So that's kind of the premise of the book. We're going to follow through these 10 different types of uh, rules, and so again, the subtitle of the book is 10 Rules to Fuel Your Life, Work, and Team with Positive Energy. So with that, my first takeaway I had was number three, fill your ride with positive energy. So having turned over seven different sales teams in my career, I can tell you, you don't ever want to come in with dark negative energy. A lot of times when people get this um, position of manager or shift leader or anything where they are overseeing or they have subordinates, Typically, people can tend to be very punitive and create toxic work cultures, even though they're not trying to. And so right away with number three, he talks about how you got to start feeding your bus full of positive energy. And so George in the book walks you through how he starts to create positive energy and culture on his bus. So number three is a huge takeaway because anytime I've turned around a team, the first thing I do is try to assess Who's on my team who has bad energy? Who's on my team who has great energy? And how do we need to make a cultural shift so it's positive, light, and a lot of fun? People always work better underneath those conditions. 
The second takeaway is number five, don't waste winning energy on those who don't want to get on your bus, right? It's very simple, but very in your, in your face. And a lot of times what happens is you take over a team, whether it's an HR team, a product team, a marketing team, a sales team, and you're going to have people on there that are inherently negative. They don't think that you can change anything. They don't think you're going to do anything different. They're a real, what I would call cancer to the culture. And so you don't need to feed that, right? I mean, you definitely want to do your due diligence and give everybody 120%, but if they've proven that they are just resistant to change and they don't want to get on board with the way that you're trying to do things and they're not being receptive to your positive energy, then they just need to get off the fucking bus. I mean, there's, there's really not much more to it than that, but a lot of people, they spend just time and time and money and energy trying to get these people's mentality to turn around when they simply just don't realize that you can only do your due diligence. And I typically give people about 90 days to show me who they are and within six months and know exactly who they are. And so if you identify somebody in that, say, 90 to 100 day window that is not getting on board, they're not really wanting to be a part of the team, they're not contributing positive energy. If anything, they may be even trying to sabotage your results with negative low energy, then you got to get them off your bus altogether. And so he does a great job of talking about just don't waste energy on these people who don't want to be there, right? If they don't want to be there and get them off, you know, no harm, no foul, right? No love lost there. Just cut the ties and move on. So pay attention to number five, especially if you're someone who has a hard time with getting people out that have been there for a long time, even though you know that they're not the best for the culture often, well, they've been here for 10 or 15 years. Now they've given a lot to this company. Well, what are they giving you today? Are they still helping to propel you in the future? If they're not, they got to go. And then the last thing I want to talk to you guys about is number nine, drive with purpose. And oftentimes this is where a lot of people miss culture is that they haven't really got down on a humanistic level for all of their team players and explain to them one, how they contribute to the overall purpose and mission of whatever you're going for. This is a huge part about driving your bus, right? When you're driving with purpose, you're on a mission, you're truly believing in your company's core values. You're really driving with your ethos in mind of what your company stands for. And that's been conveyed to everybody who's an integral part of making that mission happen with purpose, then everybody's on the same page. And so one of my favorite stories uh, regarding this, and he talks about this in the bus, and I've talked, excuse me, he talks about this in the book, and I've talked a lot about uh, on different podcasts I've been a guest on, and just lots of friends talking to him about the same analogy with being on a purpose-driven mission, was Lyndon Johnson when he was in the Houston uh, Space Center, he NASA Space Center, he asked the janitor, you know, what do you do here? He came across somebody in, in the hallway. And the janitor said, sir, some people may see me as a janitor, but I help put people on the moon, right? He had a deeper meaning and purpose for what he did. And him cleaning the hallways, keeping the bathroom cleans, you know, all those different types of things, the lunchroom, the break room, he felt was his small contribution to making everybody else's life possible and easier to get people on the moon. So he had a very clear purpose why he showed up to be a janitor every day. And that's very important. You know, they say that uh, our weakest link you know, you're only as strong as your weakest link, right, is a saying that you've heard over and over again. And that's very true. And if that quote unquote weakest link or someone you would feel is on the lower part of the totem pole is not working with purpose, then it does put a, a chink in the armor. And so this is what's really important when you're the one leading and steering the bus, you have to make sure that and acknowledge that 
everybody's equally as important and you have to make sure that they know that and you have to make sure that they understand how they contribute to the overall purpose and agenda and mission of what you're trying to accomplish. So really great reads, only 157 pages, but there's like 34 chapters. So it's nice, small, little bite-sized chapters. Again, because it, it comes across as you know storytelling with a fictional character, it's very easy to read. And basically the 10 rules kind of flow into the story. So you're seeing how the character is actually applying and developing the rules. So if you're someone who's like, hey, you know, I'm struggling a little bit with my team, I need better energy. I need a better, uh, better culture. I need to change the direction of my current culture. Go check out the Energy Bus by John Gordon. Um, I'll post the link in the show notes. Uh, it's a phenomenal book. Definitely two thumbs up for me. I think it's only about 10 bucks. It's actually a book that I recommended um, that the last company I worked for, which is a Fortune 100 company, that all the managers read this book and we all did. And, and they also had a great take, some great takeaways as well. So check out the Energy Bus by John Gordon. If you haven't done so, please subscribe to the podcast. I'd really appreciate it. And also check out my other podcast, uh, Grind, Sell, Elevate. It's where I interview thought leaders in business, entrepreneurs, uh, marketing, sales, leadership, you name it. I bring on the best of the best. And I usually sit down and have a 30, 40 minute conversation of explaining how they've got to where they're at. So you can take some applicable knowledge and apply it to your own personal life or personal development, your personal or professional life. Um, but without further ado, thanks so much for your guys' support. And I look forward to reviewing next week's book. Thank you.